It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. The Lions are off this game 24 to 10, and it's halfway through the third quarter, and they are just going through the Niners defense still. They decide to run, I think it might have been on third down play, but they decide to run a end around with, with Amon St. Brown mm-hmm. instead of Amon or St. Brown, whatever his name is. Instead of just going to David Montgomery, who was just gashing people, right. gashing people at that point. Niners get it to fourth and three, and they're on, I think it was about the 30, so it would have been you know, maybe like 47, 48 yarder, right in that range. But here's the thing. Momentum, momentum is crazy. Mm-hmm. Momentum is real. Mm-hmm. So if you kick that field goal, you're up by three scores. And how yeah. many possessions were really left? Four, five, maybe? Yeah. It, it, and it it just changes everything. But you go for it. And yeah, Josh Reynolds dropped the ball. I understand that. Yeah. But still, it was you took points off the board, essentially. Right. And then the momentum has changed. And mm-hmm. then the IU play happens, right? That was after that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then it's pandemonium. Forget yep. about it. You've lost the stadium. Everybody's going crazy. Momentum is completely on the Niners' side. And then what happens the next play? Jameer Gibbs fumbles. Yeah. So just that little thing, it it just changed everything. Gibson with a great play to get in there and get the ball away. It just changed absolutely everything. They go up. They get a punt, which was unbelievable at 24. The Lions punter. Oh, my God. That punt was was crazy. 70 yards in the air or whatever it was. Yeah. Purdy, again, (laughs) the Lions maybe could have tipped it. Out of the end zone, they end up. It ends up being a touchback. Mm-hmm. Purdy makes an, an unbelievable scramble play to juice. They end up getting a field goal, and again, Dan Campbell has another opportunity at fourth down to tie the game at twenty-seven twenty-seven. He decides to go for it. They don't get it, and again, all the momentum again just keeps mm-hmm. going with the Niners. Purdy has the scramble. McCaffrey, who my God, I cannot say enough about that guy, and I'm on a tangent about him later. Another big run to get them into scoring range. Game's over because of the decisions he made. And even at the end, the last drive, they run the ball there. Once you're inside the 25, if you're the Lions, you're throwing yeah. the ball. You have in to. the minute you and then just kick the field goal if you have to. Save mm-hmm. your timeouts. You need two scores anyway. Yeah. Save your timeouts, try to stop the Niners and get the ball back and either go for the field goal or the touchdown, depending on what would have yeah. happened. But they wasted way too much time. Yep. They wasted a timeout because they ran and, and they lost the game. So as good of a year Dan Campbell has had, Dan Campbell just put on a clinic to me on what not to do. And for the second week in a row, a team has left the door open for the Niners. And you cannot do that, obviously, mm-hmm. because when the doors open a crack, the Niners have kicked it in two weeks in a row and come back and won the game. And I would argue that that the poor decision started by kicking the field goal at the end of the first half instead of going for it. I honestly think if, Oh, I disagree with you there. I, I think it was a good decision. Oh, see, I thought I thought you go for the dagger there. I think if you go up 28-7 uh, at half, I think that game I think that game is effectively over. And and what and all I'm saying is I'm not saying I would necessarily go for it, but that is a that is a situation where Dan Campbell usually would have gone for it and I almost feel like he regretted kicking the field goal at the end of the second half and that is part of what led to those decisions in the second half that were even worse. Um, but you know, you look at that game and, and I mean, obviously Moody missed a field goal 
but that happens. But electing not to kick those two field goals took six points off the board and they lost by three. They would have won that game had they kicked. Now, again, field goals are not automatic. I understand that. Right. The 49ers kicker missed his field goal earlier in the game. And so, you know, you can't just say like a 48 field goal, 48 yard field goal is automatic, but I, I, I don't know. Those were, those were, but that has, but at the same time, Dan Campbell was true to himself. Uh, you know, they were the most aggressive team in the NFL all season. And I don't think so much that a lot of, I don't think his decisions are analytics based. I think there there's, there's some there, but I Campbell seems the kind of guy to me that he goes on gut feel, right? Like more than it's the, the analytics say to go for it here. And, you know, you, you used to call, we used to call uh, Ron Rivera riverboat Ron, and he didn't even go for it that much. I think we got to start calling him Dan Gamble because that's what he loves to do in, in, in almost every game is, you know, he'll take the big gamble because, you know, and I said it in the preview, an underdog is is has to invite chaos into a game where they are a seven and a half point uh, underdog, right? Like there's going to have to be some weird things that happen in the game for you to gain that edge. And I think he came into this game prepared for that. But once you, you know, once you were up 24, seven, you know, then you're still up 24, 10, you have the opportunity to go up. Like you said, three scores. That's big, right? Because two big touchdowns back to back. And that game is tied now rather than you still being ahead by three. And right. it changes the calculus of the game immensely. So yeah, I, I agree. Dan Gamble uh, was, you know, one of the, one of the big reasons why the 49ers were able to get back into this game, but you also have to give the 49ers credit that unlike their fans, or at least I can only speak for myself, they didn't pucker you know, go, being down 17, going into half. I was, I was fully turtled. I was like, this game is over. And yeah. the fact that they didn't, and, you know, Nick Bosa says, you know, I was laying on the ground, you know, with uh heat treatment on my back, just yelling things <laughs> in the, yeah. in the locker room. And one of the things that I thought was interesting was this, this matchup particularly against the lions was going to be tough for the 49ers because the 49ers run defense is suspect and their run offense is their strength and the 49ers and the and the Lions run offense is a strength and their run defense is also a strength and it worried me it worried me going into the game and I was on uh Ryan Hensley has a uh he's another 49ers content creator you and I have been on a show uh together uh once and uh, he, I was on on Friday and the question he asked was if the lions win this game, it's because blank. And I said, the 49ers couldn't stop the run. And in the first half, that was the issue. And that's what scared me most. And then for whatever reason, I would also like to thank Ben Johnson for abandoning the run in the second half. Again, I don't know what they were thinking with their play calling, but the fact that they even attempted a pass in the second half blew my mind because the 49ers had proven over and over in the first half that they could not stop your run game. And so to come out in the second half and throw as much as they did again, thank you to Ben Johnson and, and, and Dan Gamble, because that is largely what got the 49ers back in the game. 
Yeah. The um. Well, where do I want to go next here? Let's let's stick with that, I guess. Um. We'll 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 give everybody their flowers and talk about Purdy McCaffrey later. But I, I want to say a little bit about Steve Wilkes in the defense. Did they adjust in the second half? Yeah, they they made some adjustments in the second half. I think they also got a lot of help in the second half with with did Campbell you, going for in the fourth downs. Did you see the biggest adjustment they made in the second half when they came out of the locker room? Who would they kick Having out the people, defensive end? Who'd they kick out the oh, defensive uh, end? Armstead. Eric yeah. Armstead. Like I said, yep. they should to start the game. And it definitely yeah, which, helped. It he set the edge a lot better. They may have they may have to do that moving forward. It yeah. was in the first half again. I've never never seen a 49ers defense play like that under Shanahan. I, I at least I, don't, I can't think of a game where it was that bad, at least not with this talent level. Yeah. That can come out and play that way. Chase Young you think the dude has never seen a handoff before. Like, I'm not sure he knew they, they were allowed to hand the ball off. I'm, I, maybe in Washington, they didn't practice that. I don't know, but I've never, he just, just getting sucked in over and over again. People weren't in their lanes. There was poor tackling. I mean, they, they were getting eight, 10 yards of play. The lions unstoppable. And then, like you said, yeah, they kind of got out of their game. It seemed like in the second half, but they also started to shoot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. So you had the fumble where it looked like Jameer Gibbs kind of went the wrong way. Josh mm-hmm. Reynolds, who, you know, was the go to this game for Detroit with a couple of big drops, the one on fourth down. And then another one that would have been a big gain. I'm not sure what down it was, but it would have mm-hmm. been a big game and kept a drive going for them. So they definitely helped the Niners defense a lot. The Niners defense did come out and make some plays. I thought Nick Bosa had a strong game. Um, I said, you know, it's funny. I said with Bosa, I had said that he hadn't had a sack in his last four games and I thought he was due and everybody's like, no, he's not going to get one this game. The Lions, Lions have a great offensive line. Well, he got two this game. So he he there did. it was. And now he's 10 for his postseason career, which um, it's 13th all time, but it's only two behind Reggie White for fifth all time. Reggie White wow. has 12 fifth all time. Willie McGinnis has the most at 16 and a half. So that might be a record. Who knows? Bosa gets. But I thought he came out and played really well in the second half. But what we saw again, the, the Lions left the door open. The Packers left the door open. The Chiefs are probably not going to leave the door open. The 49ers need no. to play 60 minutes of good defensive football in the Super Bowl. And I am not going to explain. Am I happy they won? Absolutely. To, to, to Sean Gibson make a great play. Yes. And Bosa made a great play. And there were big plays made. Absolutely. But long and the short of it, you cannot come out and play 40% of a game and expect to beat a team like the Chiefs. They have to come out and they have to play 60 minutes of good football. And I'm even going to say this. If they come out and and shit the bed defensively in the Super Bowl, or even if it's like 45 to 42 and they play horrible, get a new defensive coordinator next year. Yeah, Something ain't right there. I, I know they came back and I know they played better, but something is not right there. So this team has tons of talent and they can overcome it. And, and I still think that they can do, I still think they're due for a really good 60 minute game just because of the talent. But to, if you think I believe in Steve Wilkes right now, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's been a good fit for this team. I don't think he did a good job in this game. Did he make adjustments in the second half? Sure. But I feel like, I don't know, a fucking monkey could have figured out like to do better <laughs> than what he was doing. I mean, load the box, like when, yeah. it, you kick arms that out, you said on the show, Brian Reddick sitting there in his hoodie said to play arms. Yeah, it took half a game to do that. Yeah. So just things like this, I'm kind of like, again, I love, you know, I love that. I never take this stuff for granted. I want to win. I want to win the Super Bowl. Everybody yeah. wants to win a title. These guys want to win a title and you need to play 60 minutes of defense against the Chiefs to do that. And you cannot start out slow and see the bullshit that we saw and then expect to adjust in the third quarter against Andy Reid because you'll probably be down 35 to 
10 or instead of 24 and 10, if that's the case. So I want to see, I want to see a better performance from that from Wilkes in the full 60 minutes from the defense. 